0: Palmetto Shores Church. We are continuing in our study of Daniel. We're going to be in Daniel chapter six uh, this week. Really excited! This is probably one of the more famous stories in the Book of Daniel, and maybe even in the whole Old Testament. What we maybe f- typically call Daniel and the Lion's Den. And uh, we're going to read a couple of the the pieces of this and uh, talk about it, and, and really just see uh, what it looks like to live a life of faith in the midst of unbelief, in the midst of a context of even hostility towards belief. Uh, We'll see how God works on behalf of his people. Uh, First and foremost, one of the cool things is we've got a new king, Darius. At the end of chapter 5, we saw that a new king came after Belshazzar uh, was killed. And in verse 3, it says, Then this Daniel became distinguished above all other high officials and satraps, because an excellent spirit was in him, and the king planned to set him over the whole kingdom. And one of the things I really love about this is that um, back in chapter 5, when King Belshazzar had offered Daniel uh, riches, Daniel responded in chapter 5, verse 17 by saying, Let your gifts be for yourself, and give your rewards to another. In other words, uh, Daniel's heart was not set on being great. His heart was not set on riches. His heart was not set on um, upward mobility. And yet, uh, in his humility and in the fact that he uh, trusted God and, and really leaned on the Lord for his satisfaction, God did, in fact, begin to elevate him. And so we're seeing this contrast. The people in the book of Daniel that want to be elevated are consistently humbled. But the people in Daniel that are humble Are consistently elevated and we see this um, all throughout the Bible and in the New Testament we learn that pride comes before the fall but that God gives grace to the humble and we're seeing that at work in the life of Daniel so uh, what happens here is Daniel's a faithful guy but there's people in his life who become jealous of him they become jealous of his success uh, jealous of the fact that he's being elevated and so uh, they're out to get him And it says in verse seven, all the high officials of the kingdom, the prefects and the satraps, the counselors and the governors are agreed that the king should establish an ordinance and enforce an injunction that whoever makes petition to any God or man for 30 days, except to you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions. So they're out to get him. They want Daniel uh, to be killed. And so where do they attack him? They attack him in his faith. But I love the response of verse 10. It says, when Daniel knew that the document had been signed, he went to his house where he had windows in his upper chamber open toward Jerusalem. He got down on his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he had done previously. What I love about that is that um, we see Daniel exhibit both uh, appropriate priorities, but also a sense of purpose. Um, I think it's easy to look at this and and think, clearly, Daniel had his priorities in order. He was going to worship God no matter what. But I also think we see that Daniel had a sense of purpose. And what I mean by that is the way we conceive of our existence, what we think we were created for, what we think we exist for drives a lot of our decisions. If Daniel had thought that his main purpose in life was to uh, live comfortably and to uh, secure success for himself and to make sure that... Um, He was providing for himself and for others. Um, He might have been tempted to go along with the decree. He might have been tempted to not be faithful to his God. But because he knew his purpose in life is to know God, to enjoy God, and to glorify God, then he was able to walk with God even when he was being told not to. Um, He was able to um, filter this decree through the purpose that he knew from God about his life. And then uh, as the story goes on, uh, Daniel is in fact caught worshiping God, and the the people that are jealous of him go to the king and have him throw um, Daniel into the, the den of lions as he had pronounced in the decree. But I do think it's interesting that Darius obviously loved Daniel. And in verse 18, after throwing Daniel in the lion's den, it says, Then the king went to his palace and spent the night fasting. No diversions were brought to him and sleep fled from him. And so, here was a guy who was genuinely mourning. He was genuinely um, interested in Daniel, and he loved Daniel, and he was even sad that he had made this decree. And I think we see that Daniel obviously had had made an impression on Darius to the the point where um, it really had broken his heart that he had had to throw Daniel um, into the lion's den. But Uh, What we see in verses 21 through 23 is we see the deliverance of Daniel, and particularly we see the heart of Daniel. I mean, don't you just love in verse 21 where it says, Then Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. I mean, if a king had thrown me in the lion's den, I, I wouldn't have really cared how happy or how happy he was to see me alive or the fact that he fasted or the fact that he couldn't sleep i mean if the king had thrown me in the lions den i would have said you know forget you you know wh- why did you why did you go through with it but that's not what daniel does he just has such a sincere heart and a compassionate heart that he's able to um, you know respond favorably to the king and then we learn in verse 22 my god Sent his angel and shut the the lion's mouth, and they had not harmed me because I was found blameless before him. Now, what this doesn't mean is it doesn't mean that Daniel was perfect. It doesn't mean that he never sinned. It just means that he had a sincere heart before God. That he wasn't. Um, he he was willing to follow God even when things got tough. He his heart genuinely loved and worshipped God. And then in verse twenty three, uh, this is not Daniel speaking. This is the author of Daniel telling us. It says so Daniel was taken up out of the out of the den and no kind of harm was found on him because he had tr- trusted in his God. And so when we see the heart of Daniel, we see that he was compassionate towards others. He was genuine and uh, blameless before God and he honestly trusted God. And then in verse 24, w- we see something that we've been seeing all throughout the book. It's this irony. It's the fact that the, the very people who wanted Daniel killed, in the end, they themselves get killed. Verse 24 says, And the king commanded, And those men who had maliciously accused Daniel were brought and cast into the den of lions, they, their children, and their wives. And before they reached the bottom of the den, the lions overpowered them and broke all their bones in pieces. In a way, this is a picture of the of the future judgment. Um, God is is keeping a record. God is not to be mocked. God knows the heart of man, and this is a little picture of God's in-time redemptive reversal, but happening in the moment, where uh, the, the one who humbled himself before God was exalted, and those who exalted themselves over God were humbled and ultimately did not end well for them. And then finally, as we've seen Daniel and his friends be faithful in this foreign and hostile land, uh... It's given opportunity for God to be acknowledged and worshipped. At, at verses 26 and 27, the story ends, I make a decree that in all my royal dominion, people are to tremble and fear before the God of Daniel. Now, this is Darius, uh, King Darius, uh, writing here, speaking here. And he says, For he is the living God, enduring forever. His kingdom shall never be destroyed, and his dominion shall be to the end. He delivers and rescues. He works signs and wonders in heaven and on earth. He who has saved Daniel from the power of the lions. And so uh, we see here that in the atmosphere of unbelief and in the atmosphere of hostility, being faithful to God gives us the opportunity to draw others in to worship God. Uh, we might be feeling like this time that we live is a difficult time. We might be feeling like it's a tough time to follow God. But what we're seeing from Daniel is that it's actually when things get tough, uh, when there is hostility and unbelief, that we might actually be just about ready to see God do miracles, that God might start breaking in and uh, doing things as we walk faithfully with Him that only He can do by His power. So I hope you guys enjoy talking more about this story. Uh, There's there's so many awesome details in it, uh, but the Lord is faithful and he is faithful to to his people. So let's trust him. Let's have a sincere heart before him. I hope you guys have a great discussion.